It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus... Ba-da-da-da-da, you're loving him. Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! We are. I think we should start today's show by saying Tyvis is refusing to talk to G or myself. Oh, G too? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, both I'm of us. Got, Why are you not talking to I got to nothing to say to neither one of them. So this could be know. an interesting show, Bull. What yeah, happened? I don't know why you're not talking to them. Because, because they are out. Well, first of all, you know, yeah. I played Jay in the playoffs. This oh, that's okay. true. So, so yeah. it's so, one of those deals. So, so today, oh, I know why you're not so talking to them. So today was the yeah. waiver period, and <laughs> I, I put in three claims. Yeah. <laughs> three claims, okay? Yeah. I need America to understand this. <laughs> G is is bi. He's a, it's a bi this He's not even playing. Pause! Yeah, pause! Pause! <laughs> <laughs> Reel it back in, dog. Now G's not talking to you for the rest of the show. Hey, congratulations, G. We love you. You didn't know you were going to come out like that. Did I, didn't, you? I didn't either, bro. You going to bring me out, to, out like that? He's an enlightened guy. Hey, listen, man. You could, hey, listen. You could have let me do that on my own time. <laughs> when he's ready, he'll talk about that. Right. Okay? It's a bye week. <laughs> Dang, it's my whole week now. <laughs> yes. Just, just this week. He's giving week. it a try. All right. Just <laughs> G you know. doesn't play a game this yeah. week. But yet, for some odd reason, he decides to put in the claim. <laughs> and he decides to take the one person, or yeah, the one person that yeah. I actually wanted this week that I needed to win. He took the And title. why are you mad at me? Second, the reason that I'm not speaking to Jason Crawford is because <laughs> listen, I put in the claim. My second claim. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was I was going to get Atlanta's defense this week because they're playing Carolina? Yeah, it's a guess big, who, it's a hot pick. Guess who decided? To, guess who they decided to get a defense to? Jason Crawford. Can Jason I can I slash Corey Crawford? Can I give you some advice? Nope, don't want to talk to you. Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you <laughs> advice anyhow, even though you don't want it. Yeah. Don't waste your claims on frivolous, meaningless regular right. season games you wait when the, you can get a better claim for the playoffs the play, when it counts. And, and am I, I right, Bull? You're 100% right. Don't I would also it. argue, I'm not sure about the Falcons, but in terms of Isaiah Likely, he's been a free agent the whole season. You could have got him any you week. You could have grabbed Atlanta, him any time. The, the defenses come and go. You guys know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I cut a defense every But you're right. Week. I'm sure he's been a waiver. He time. has been because I've... I had considered it a couple of times picking him up. And I was saying, let me wait, let me wait. It's later in the season. Yep. But payback, payback ain't robbery. I, I remember as the as as the, the crystal <laughs> ball goes, no, 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 
you know how they do the fast <laughs> yeah. motion and everything yeah, yeah, gets yeah. squiggly. Yeah. I remember being on with one said fantasy football expert on this show. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I said, hey, (laughs) give me some advice on who I should pick up off the waiver wire. And I remember an Ohio State Buckeye jumped all in front of me <laughs> as I was talking Dude, to I that man. I remember that. It was like, that's I, I, hey, I went to that was low-key girl stealing. <laughs> yeah, he did. What you did there, that's <laughs> like, wait a minute. that is wait worthy a minute. of not talking to someone. You know what G Ooh. sounds like? He sounds like a, a, a female right now. I am. I'm petty. That's something that you, you, you know how when you do something wrong in a relationship, and your girl don't speak on it at the moment. They save it for later <laughs> to bring it yeah, back. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what he just, what he just did. did. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. First yeah. of all, it hey, was wrong. It was nothing. Odell. Nothing Nothing's happened. wrong. He told him to pick up Odell, and Odell didn't even play last year, so it didn't even matter in the grand scheme. Of no, things. it was already on the sticks. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was over there on the being phone. real quiet. <laughs> Hiding his little Making maneuver yeah. and laughing like Scooby Doo on the commercial. He's like, <laughs> and then I was like, I, I was like, what's wrong? That was wrong, Ty. I think he was eating Scooby Snacks too. Yeah. But you're not even. This is the thing. You you're not even going to ever play Isaiah Likely. You're never going to play. Who's him. your starting tight end? George Kittle. Oh. He's hey, never hey, going to play him. It's a smart. He, he might get hurt. Might, hey, I'm just trying hey, to cover hey, my bed. I got two good tight ends. I got two good tight with that. Based you want to work a trade? It's on the match. I got some depth at tight end. You can't trade. Oh, no more oh, trades. That's right. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. But are you worried, have, they are you paired, worried about this weekend? They paired up to, to, to kick me out. That's all right. I'm going to talk to Dave. Based on the I'm Yahoo projections, Dave. which is not worth that much, but based on the Yahoo projections, you guys are 50-50. Are, who, Tyvis and I? I think. It's about, ooh, the, nice. the points is 142. By the once way, you, once you put the Atlanta I, I rarely defense, look at those. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it, matter. It, it's yeah. a yardstick, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, no. I've been 20 points down in a projection. This, this happened in my other league this year. Yeah. I was 20 points down, and I laughed. I said, I'm going to win by 20. I did. Yeah, those it, things. You it, can't trust them. It, it depends. But, uh, and Mike and I are about, he's about 52-48 to win. So it's going to be an interesting first round. <laughs> Got to love it. Got to love it. It's that time of year. Yep. Got to. I've been sabotaged to lose. Like, it, it, it's sad. <laughs> it's never, Tyvis against the world. It's, it, yeah. It's Tyvis Make, against the print world. Print the hoodie. Tyvis against the I, world. Tyvis is like today. the Browns fans of fantasy. He thinks all, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's out to get him. It is. Yeah. If By there the way, were penalties in flag football, or I mean in fantasy football, you'd yeah. be complaining about that. That's right. I understand your move, his move is the one that really bothers yeah. me the most. Because he, it ain't, it is, he ain't it even going to use him. Yeah. He's not going to use him. I mean, it's, a, it's depending on the matchup. Man. How I feel that day. By the way, on Monday, three of the four of us, I was the only one not wearing green. Well, today, we are all, all in gray. All out. Wow. Everybody in gray. Different what shades. Oh, I got my new J's. But everybody too. Oh, yeah, see, see, on, so, so, that's oh, another thing. Yeah. Screw you and him. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I was in order to Gratitude. get those shoes, too. Yeah. I was... <laughs> they, 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 I can't help it. I wear size 15. They, they, have them. they, they, they ain't never got those. They got, they got, they got Kermit the Frog feet. <laughs> this guy wear eight and a half in Tyler's and they keep getting these shoes. I'm telling you, Earl. I hope somebody it's getting me. real petty now when we're going to shoe size. Hey, hey, look. Yeah, boy. Hey, flex your shoes. That's Man. messed up. You're going to put them in the same hey, shoe size. Uh, hey, uh, Steve, you dirty for uh, that. Listen up. Busy day. Let's do it. Shiny Busy shoes. day. Uh, more injuries. My God. We talked about this yesterday. What's the tipping point? Uh, I'm not sure that these guys are the tipping point, but it gets closer to it, in my view. Uh, Joe Flacco's had success. Joe Flacco had success last year. First two weeks of the season, he averaged 300 yards. Uh, And then there was a precipitous decline. Uh, And we've seen that a number of times with backup quarterbacks already this year. We've we've seen it twice. 
with uh, with our old friend once in Arizona and then in Minnesota where he balled out a little bit mm-hmm. and then regressed to what we think he is. Um, is Joe Flacco immune to that tapering off um, that we've seen some of the other quarterbacks experience? Also, we did have a guest lined up from the Bears, but Deion Miller, she's a local sports anchor in Chicago. I've known her for years. She, she's ill. Yeah, she has the flu, so can't, she had to unfortunately uh, pass, but we may. And I say may because we're still working on it. We may have a very special guest coming up if the stars align. So make oh, sure wonderful. y'all stick around. We could have a guest we've never had Good. on before. Oh, really? Who I can promise you guys, and to you guys watching, I promise you you want to hear from this guy if we can get him on. Bears related? Browns related. Oh, yeah. Inside okay. the Browns locker room related. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Very good. Well done. Uh, and our first hello to Mikey McNuggets behind the glass. You making any moves in fantasy? You sitting tight? I like really? my team. I'm sitting pat. How many did you score I last made, week? We don't have to talk. I went from 200, 200 to barely breaking 100. <laughs> I know, and I choked out of first place. Don't do that this week. No, I, trust me. I didn't tell Jordan Love to have his worst game of the season. Mm. And I didn't tell C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins to get hurt in mm. the first quarter. But that's how fantasy works. So yeah. it is. We got a busy show, though, guys. And we're going to get right to it after a read from our friends over at FanDuel. Because even as the weather gets colder outside... The NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel, and right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So you can bet on the Browns to beat the Bears this weekend, and if that wins and you're a new FanDuel customer, you get $150 in bonus bets. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is simple to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. FanDuel, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And shout-out to our guy, Dan Berger, for turning 10 bucks into $335 this week for a same-game parlay in the Browns win over Jacksonville. He had Elijah Moore, Jerome Ford, and Njoku over alternate touches. Kareem Hunt, an anytime touchdown score, and the Browns' money line. That paid out at plus 3,200. So shout out to Dan Berger. 10 bucks to 335. You have a winning fan duel ticket? Send it to us. That's a nice one. It is a nice one. We had a bunch of Browns winners. We'll continue to showcase them the rest of the week. But let's talk Flacco. Let's talk backup quarterbacks, Jay. And why and whether or not Joe Flacco is immune to what we've seen happen to so many backup quarterbacks throughout the NFL. They start hot, then they teeter off, but yeah. Flacco's not your ordinary backup. You guys think that there's going to be a regression? I, I mean, there's reason to believe there will be. <laughs> yeah. I, there's no way he's immune. I'm not going to – I don't think any of us are going to guarantee he's going to slide back. Oh, it's also would be silly to say he's immune to it. Sure. I, you know, the guy he's been for the last five, six years – is a guy who gives you a couple of good games and then gets benched. That's what he's done. I mean, he's been a backup for a reason for four years. Does it mean it's impossible that he could play well the rest of the year? No, it doesn't mean that because, as we've seen quite often this football season, a lot of bizarre things have happened. So it wouldn't stun me if if Joe Flacco played well the rest of the year. It also couldn't surprise you if he stinks the next two weeks and then gets benched for DTR again. I, I yeah. think both are on the table. Ty, what do you think? I think that when you're when you're a new quarterback and you come to a new team, you know, those first couple of weeks are the best weeks for you to ball out because nobody knows your tendencies. There's no tape on you. Nobody knows how you're going to operate in that offense. Now that two weeks has happened, these, these defensive coordinators are like, this is what he likes to do. Let's take that away. Now they're challenging you. And if you can't make those in-game adjustments and take it to the next step, then you're going to fail. 
And I think that's why you see, you know, the Josh Dobbs or all these other guys that are starting to struggle because these defensive coordinators have figured out who they are and they haven't added another wrinkle to their game. The one thing, the one confident thing I have about Joe Flacco is due to the fact that he's had a long career and he's had a successful career, he, he can switch things up. But I also believe it's not always just on these backup quarterbacks. It's on that, that head coach as well. You know, Kevin Stefanski has to become very strategic in his play calling. You can't make everything continue to look the same and do the same things because now that's on tape and these defensive coordinators are going to take that away. So you got to do a better job of getting that run game going, something that we've been thinking about, and you got to have beaters off of what you do. You could put the same look out, out there, but it has to be something, the route combination has to be totally different to, to keep these defensive guys honest, and that's how you protect Joe Flacco for the rest of the season. Oh, oh, it's the holiday season. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah, of little faith. What's going on with you guys? Is this G. Bush Claus? Yeah. Well, yeah, Little Faith. Black Santa. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. This is, this is, what we're looking at right here, this is the screw story. What do you guys think? You don't understand it? Joe Flacco wants a, a, a foe, a Baltimore Raven, beat us all the time, is out of the league, sitting at the house, watching TV with his kids. You make it sound like I was against him. I, you, I, you, you, you brought it around. You, you did the All I, no, what I did was I, I'm, I'm trying to help out. I'm trying to, you know, say yeah. why, so that was why what, what causes you to Gee, fail. You got, you got to admit, <laughs> we, all, we all love the way he's playing. Oh, but we, you can't guarantee that Santa he's not going to fall Kool, apart. Kool, Kool-Aid Santa Claus is let not me, going to admit. Oh, that's true. Let, that's me look, fair. let me look back here. Where is the pack yeah. set? <laughs> Let me look like, like come on, bro. This dude just threw for 300. Why we ain't got the Kool-Aid out he here? He just threw. You just see. Here's the problem. We 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 don't believe our eyes. We'll never believe him. Watch this. I, I'll give you an example. Deshaun Watson, when the last time he played, was lights freaking out. Four, 14 for 14 in the second half. There's 50 percent of the fan base that's con- that 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 will tell you that that game wasn't as good as it was. They didn't forgot all about that's that. That's a lie. They didn't forgot all about that game. That's a lie. The, hey, he played bad in the first half, though. And I didn't see nothing. He only had two good games. You'd be like, bro, did you just forget this man did that? This guy gave you 300 this That's day. because they, the fans already, they just don't like him. Well, here's and the that, thing. They're just looking for well, they're, they're waiting right There's now. There's plenty to, of fair criticism on, on Deshaun Watson. So, there you go. Look, I, I just brought it up. Look, <laughs> look, 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 right. That is fair. <laughs> I, right. I was just arguing yesterday that he did play well in that Ravens game and that I thought his Titans and Ravens game were better than any of the Flacco games. However, there is also fair criticism of Deshaun Watson. Sure, now. he had a number of 12 for 25, 133 yards. Yeah, so here's... We haven't the, seen that egg yet from Flacco. The yet. last... Uh, How many games did he play this season? Six. Five. Deshaun, he, he uh... 
Well, it's technically six with technically the Indianapolis. Six, but he didn't so play five. much in Indianapolis. So, so five. So five full games. I would so, and what we say, two, three out of the five was good? Or is it I'd say I'd say one and a half out of the five were good. Oh, that's I can't give him full credit for Baltimore because he was four of sixteen or whatever in the first half. I guess but this is this but, but Tennessee he was great. Let's bring him back let's bring him back to, to you know why Joe Flacco would do what he's gonna do. First of all, he's playing the Bears, right? Kevin Stefanski is going to give him some throws, going to give him some stuff that he can still stay confident in. So you, I, I fully expect them to win at home again against the Bears. Now, this is why he will consistently and do it throughout the rest of the season. He's a guy that you keep forgetting. He went on the road back then mm-hmm. and played three or four road games and won the Super Bowl. I just said that yesterday. On the road. Yeah. See, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> it's still in your DNA, bull. If you're an athlete, if Tyvis gains a t- 100 pounds today, give Tyvis two weeks, right? <laughs> he can get back into shape. He got muscle memory. That's a fact. You can't never take that away from him. Jay cannot throw no pitches all year. He get on the mound. He's going to feel good because he's going to start remembering. It's muscle memory. Joe Flacco got to fast forward all of camp. Fast forward all these other little terrible little preseason these games, and he says, "Wow, they just put me in for five games. I'm feeling young and good. I got a good defense. I People's, thought it was over. I thought it was over. This man is over here giving Christmas presents out like Scrooge. Everybody gets a million dollar. This is Oprah. You get a pass, and you get a pass, and you get a pass. He is distributing. This the man is going to ride on his <laughs> magic carpet the rest of the year, and yeah. I'm telling you, every single week." Let me just say something, Jay, before you yes, go. Yes, go ahead. All right? Yeah. Now, we, we all love what Joe Flacco has done. Well, how can you, you not? You can't ask for yeah. any more than he's done sure. the first two games. We're all hopeful that that will continue. I think we all think it's possible to continue. Last year, in his first two games against the Ravens and the Browns, he was lights out. Six touch. Uh, five, he didn't play five, much after that. Five touchdowns, one turnover. Mm-hmm. He played. started two other games after that. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them, the, at the end of the year, yeah. What did he throw? Just a handful of passes? Uh, he threw 33. 33 well, passes in that game. He started in, in, in the game last week one. 17. He started yeah. two games after he started, that. Okay. He started okay. two games after that. The next week against the Bengals. Yeah. In that game against the Bengals. And remember, against the Browns, he threw four touchdowns. Yes. Looked no picks. Great. Against the Bengals the following week, he was 28 of 52. Two touch, uh, no touchdowns, two picks, three fumbles, two lost. Yeah. Final game of the season against the Dolphins, 18 of 33, 149 yards, a fumble lost, no touchdowns. Yeah. So, but no I, picks either. I, I will say, to in, no in, picks. in fairness, yeah. a little bit of fairness. Yeah. They ain't had no receivers like that over there. Oh, they don't have Garrett Wilson? He wasn't. He, was he there? No, he was, he was there. They he don't have an offensive line. Well, that yeah, was their they issue. Have offensive line. That was their issue. And, and Bull, I, so I looked at those yeah. numbers because when I, when I was going to approach this, I wanted to wipe from my mind what I remembered because sometimes numbers can tell a different story. And I decided that I would look at 22 and 21. What was he at 36? What was he at 37? And it's interesting how quickly the league gave up on this guy. I I don't have an answer for why, 
it looks like the league may have been wrong. Was he in so, Denver in 21? So he was with Philadelphia, I believe. He and then traded Philly? to the Jets. He was with Denver. Denver. Was he with Denver? Denver. No, in 22? In 21. I know in 19 he was or 21. With... I'm talking about 21. He played for Philly and the Jets. Yeah, Jay Philly is right. and the Jets. He only played really one game. 19. Right. He was but I decided I was going to go back and look and see, like, why, why is this guy out of the league? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you guys know that the the league can make a consensus decision on you that you're just done. Had, it's happened to a lot of guys. Uh, uh, yes. Now, it he was had, interesting to me that it happened injury. to Joe, and I think it was probably more age. It looked like the league was ready to tell Baker we're done, and he was young. Mm-hmm. He, he settled for a peanuts deal with Tampa Bay. Yep. But what's interesting about Flacco's 21 season was he really played meaningful snaps in one game, he was 24 of 39, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's not a bad game. I mean, 24 for 39, 291 yards. Those are numbers we would take in a vacuum <laughs> against anybody, okay? Sure. Now, for some reason, that was, Joe, Joe, that was it. We didn't see Joe again until last year. He sat the whole second half of the season. Who was Philly's quarterback back then? Gardner Minshew? He didn't play for Philly. He no, for the he Jets. was at Philly to start the season. He finished with the Jets. Right. Okay. Now, the fact that he, he came over to the Jets and went 24 of 39, 291 yards, two touchdowns, and that was it with the New York Jets? That tells you they're just incompetent. Some teams you can write off their decision. Was this late in the season? They had just drafted... Zach they, Wilson, the first round. They had, and they yeah. had made the now they've made the decision four times that Zach Wilson's the guy. <laughs> they, they, no, I'm not. I'm not <clears throat> making that up. Four times during his career, the New York Jets have said, "Yep, he's the guy." <laughs> Three times they've said, "No, he's not." So yes. right now he is presently the guy. But what we've seen with Zach Wilson is this: like, there's just no consistency. No, it's more. So what, it's more like. Yeah, no, I know, but you <laughs> look at how he played last week. I, I know the game got out of hand in the second half, but they scored 30 second half points last week. Yeah. My, I think my point here is sometimes the collective league says to a player, we've seen enough, thanks for the memories, here's the door. Well, and well, I think with well. Joe Flacco, that was the case, and I'm not completely sure why. After watching him play for two weeks, He's lost nothing in the arm strength category. At all. Nothing. Mm-mm. He has lost nothing in the veteran eye department. He can still dissect defenses. He can still see open guys before the ball is snapped. You and I know that's, the, that's one that's of the big. biggest skill sets mm-hmm. a quarterback can have. He has not lost that, and you, you rarely do. Usually the body just can't keep up with the mind. Yeah. What I'm saying is Bull, I, I, I have to go back to something Bull said and, and co-sign it. No way this guy's immune to a drop-off. No way. Nobody's, Why? Nobody's immune. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's like, immune. Guys can, his, his receivers ain't catching the ball. I Understandable. <laughs> That's why he's had a drop-off. But what I'm saying is no one is immune to drop-offs. Especially, no one. Yeah. Especially today. Yeah. So I just, what I would say is I keep that statement in my mind. As I'm watching Joe on Sunday, I'm going to remember Bull saying no one's immune to it. He's not immune to it. However... If I had a pile of currency and I had to push, I can split it. I don't have to put it all on one side because I wouldn't make that bet. Mm-hmm. But I would be a lot closer to where G is. Because again, going back to his last five, six games, these are all really good numbers. Yeah. He's still completing. He's 
passed well, for 300 well, I think in three of his last five full games. Right, but his last two games last year were bad. Really bad. I, I don't. I don't want to say really bad because well, I know. Well, I guess the Bengals get four turnovers. I know when you you look you looked it up. I looked yeah. it up as well because I have the numbers here. The twenty two yeah. numbers again. The, the start of the season. I, I think that was pretty impressive to me. With the you know the he he put up against Baltimore. He was thirty seven of fifty nine. And I remember the week before they played the Browns. We're like, you throw sixty times. That's a recipe to lose. I mean, they were down in that game big. Mm-hmm. And they ended up losing twenty-four to nine. His his completion percentage was sixty-three percent. He threw a touchdown. He threw a pick, but it was what he did against Cleveland, and we all watched that. It was what he did against Cleveland that made me say, "My God, how is this guy banished? He's he killing you." Yeah, this guy. This guy still can still do it. Then weirdly, again, the Jets. Some teams you just have to write off on their incompetence. They had him throw the next week. 52 times, okay? Well, they were now, probably, I think they were down big in that game, weren't they? Was, they lost 27 to 12. I, I don't remember. You year? probably do because it was yeah, against I mean, Cincinnati. He turned it over four times I, in that game. Was Brees Not Hall good. Hurt last yeah. year? In fact, oh, you know, you can't ago? look at a 300-yard passing game with four turnovers and say by any measure yeah, that's was, good. Right. Uh, now, what did those turnovers look like? I don't know. He had two interceptions. I would say this about the fumbles. It, it, you can understand why a quarterback for the New York Jets would have a lot of fumbles. Their line has been Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. They're getting hit from all places. So I'd have to go back and look at those four. All turnovers are not created either. Sure, I don't remember. So I don't remember them either. But what I do know is by looking at these numbers, he was still really effective in throwing the football when he was throwing the football. He was 28 of 52. So again, he's been right up around that 60% That's, mark. And he's been throwing for 300 yards. The, the next time he played, he was one of three. It was my, it was uh, spot injury duty. Then the last game of the season, which I, I, I'm always cautious on measuring someone's stats the last week of the season, and we all know why. Mm-hmm. What's the other team doing? Yeah. What, what's your situation? Clearly, the Jets were in, ride it into the sunset mode. He was 18 of 33, 149 yards. He did not throw an interception. He did not throw a touchdown. I think you said he fumbled. He fumbled, yeah. What I'm the reason I bring up all these numbers is I just don't see where there and it's not a big sample size. It's only seven games. I if you count in this year's, it's eight. Jay, let me go back even further because I'm gonna help you make your point. Okay, going back to 2018. I didn't. I didn't go back. I have it. Any going back to 20, 2018. So right. after his last full year as a starter in Baltimore, right? So 2018 to 2023, he started 28 games. He's okay, 37 touchdowns. 19 interceptions. See, he does fumble. He, he has a fumble issue. He does. But his Which record, I don't understand. He's got one of the biggest hands in the NFL. He's 20, though. So it hasn't necessarily translated to success. He's 8 and 20 in those 28 starts. Yeah. Now, 37 playing, touchdowns, 19 who, picks. But who was he playing for? Uh, he had nine well, starts I for the always, Ravens, I Denver, Denver, the Jets. The Jets. Like, it's bad. I'm not good teams. I'm just giving you the Some of us have used records against other people, but I don't really do that. Uh, His teams was bad. Joe Joe has been up and down. He has not been a consistently good quarterback in a long time since they won the Super Bowl. That's no, a fact. He is consistently not been. good. No, yeah, you're right. No. But, but here's here's what, and this comes back to an issue we've talked about all yeah. year about backup quarterbacks. In in old days, remember Don Strock was the quarterback in 1988 that had to come save the the Browns for season when Bernie got hurt. They, mm-hmm. That that year they used four quarterbacks too. Back then, it was not uncommon to see, well, hell, Bernie Kosar wrote out the end of his career. He was a career backup. Because of the dynamics and the economics of the league, that's no longer afforded NFL teams to have that luxury of paying a veteran 
money to be a backup quarterback. What I'm saying is, I think what the league was telling Joe is, you're no longer top 32. You're just not. Mm -hmm. Even with the New York Jets, which you can argue that all day long. I think the league was saying you're not top 32. But for the Browns, they don't need him to be top 32. The Browns needed a bullpen guy. They needed someone to bring in in relief and save the, the, the season. And so far, he's he seems right. to be able to do that. I just think that we have to be reasonable in our thinking that he has not been... Like, for the Browns to get as far as we'd like him to, in theory, he's going to have to play well, or at least relatively well, for 10 games. If, we, yeah. if, we want, if you're thinking about the Browns going to the Super Bowl, that's sure. 10 games. Yes. Maybe nine if they ended up as the one seed, which is unlikely, unlikely. But, but possible. Yeah. Okay, but at least nine games, if not 10. He hasn't... When's the last time he played 10 games? Six years ago? Last I don't time know. Joe Let Flacco alone played 10 good. games like, in a season hasn't... was 2017. Jeez. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's that's a five, long time years ago. Six years ago. <laughs> I, 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 All right. And when's the last time he played more than two or three good games in a season? It's been a long time. It has. All, it's been so a minute. Ask him to do that now at 39. Well, we can't I, make that seem like it's a sure thing. I, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. I, again, not a sure thing. It's also not a sure thing that he's going to have a huge regression. If I had to bet my chips, I would put more on him playing well enough for the Browns bottom, to continue to go. Bottom line is this comes down to Kevin Stefanski and his play calling. Listen, right. you got to be able to save. You can't have this man throwing 40 times for 10 straight weeks. Like, I don't think that that's what you want to do. You got to get that run game involved, yeah. and you got to make sure that you putting him in situations where you know he can thrive in. You can't is and the reason he's been able to be successful is a breath of, it's a breath of fresh air. It's like it's like when Aaron Rodgers was with Nathaniel Hackett. You know, Nathaniel Hackett go off and be a coach, he wasn't that great. Aaron Rodgers wasn't that great without Nathaniel Hackett, but together they're really good. Yeah. That maybe might that could be the same situation with Joe and Kevin Stefanski. They understand each other. They speak the same language. And right now, Kevin Stefanski's putting him in situations to win games, and he's managing it and making those throws. Right. As long as they continue to do that, they'll have some success. But the moment that they don't, and Kevin doesn't put him in a position where he knows he can succeed in, it's gonna fail. And Flacco has brought an energy to the team, a veteran energy. That's so undeniable. No doubt about it. Yeah. And I'm going to shock you. I'm going to reiterate something Tyva said, which I rarely say. I'm going to shock you guys. What is that supposed to be? I'm not talking to him. You misunderstood what I'm saying. You misunderstood. It's not that I rarely agree with you. It's re I rarely agree with the fact that you got to run the ball more. But I agree. Now, the problem is, unlike you guys, especially Jay, I don't think their running game is very good. I, I don't think Jerome Ford we is very good. We can agree to disagree. I think he's... I think he's a, I'm not going down there. I think, he's, yeah, I think he's a pedestrian back. Okay. But the running... they, The last two weeks, I've had no problem with a lot of throws because that's just the way the game has gone. Well, in particularly last week, it. their pass defense was 30th in the league. Right. You got to throw. And Joe was feeling it, and he's fresh. Well, now he's taking a few hits. Yeah. Right? Because he's taking a few hits. He's 39, almost 39 years old. They are going to, over the rest of the season, have to run the ball more. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. They've got to be more effective running it because, let's face it, say, what, was, what was the game where, where Ford had the big game like three, four weeks ago against uh, Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Since that game, Ford, the running game has not been very good since that game. Before that, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But now it's been shaky, and they haven't run the ball as much because it's been shaky. 
they are going to have to run it a little better to take some of it off. You can't you no. you can't over the long haul if you want to say Kevin Stefanski, y'all can't have it both ways now. Yeah. If you're gonna say Kevin Stefanski should get an extension, yeah. be the coach of the year, all this great stuff, well then you should expect him to continue to play well, right? Because Kevin Stefanski has showed you I can play good quarterback play and put us in a position to be 85 with anybody off the street. And I do expect him to well, continue yeah. to play. Well. I but I, my I, biggest I, concern is, is, is at Joe Flacco's age, is he going to take a hit that's just going to mess well, up? Hopefully well, hopefully not. But I, yeah. all, it doesn't even matter at his age. They're all one hit away, as yeah, we've well, seen. Man. We've seen 23-year-olds go out with one hit. I think, we've, yeah. seen we've seen 38-year-olds go out. Times this I, year. I just yes. think that out of all the quarterbacks that's played this season, Joe Flacco fits what Kevin Stefanski wants to do the most. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that's true. It, so of I the four think that, that played for Yeah, of the four that played no, for He and Brissett over no the last question. two years fit yes, the most. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. We got Leroy, and we're going to bring Leroy in in one sec. But first, as the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay red hot in FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Leroy's been in the queue listening to our conversation for the yeah. last five, six minutes. He was shaking his head at some of the stuff you guys said. So Leroy, what'd you disagree with <laughs> that the guy said about Joe Flacco? First of all, Stop looking at numbers. Running the football to be effective is more important. Um, the other thing is, is that what Joe Flacco has done in the last couple of weeks has taken the pressure off a bunch of different units on that team where everybody's just relaxing and playing because they know they don't have to carry the weight of the team. And I'm talking about mostly the defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing free right now. The last couple of weeks, they have been playing free because they ain't got to worry about not scoring any points offensively because they look on the other side and see Joe Flacco making plays, and they're like, let's go do our part. That's true. So when you look at numbers and you look at, oh, well, Jerome Ford hasn't done this, and he hasn't done this in a couple of years, and ever since he had that big game, he's only averaged this amount of yards. It's not about how many yards. Stop it with that. I didn't even say that. It's about effective runs. Can you effectively run the football when you need to so you're not one-dimensional? Now, if the running back is Nick Chubb, then sure, the running game's going to look different. But when you line up offensively, is the defense still worried about you having a two-way go? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. So the run is effective. If they make you one-dimensional because you're not running the football, then talk to me. Now, what Joe has brought to the table is pretty amazing, but I will say this, and Bush, you had a very valid point. I said this last year. Are we going to give Kevin Stefanski credit because Jacoby Brissett had his best year as a professional? So at some point, we got to give this man credit for playing with four different quarterbacks and still compete for a playoff spot. We have given him credit on this show. Kind of. 
I know. <laughs> that's a lie. I have defended him. Wait a minute. For all year, that's I'm a, talking about. That's a lie. But, but, but you defend him while complaining about half of the crap they do. Oh, my God. Leroy. Gene Bush has killed Stefanski all the time. He I'm the one who defends him. Leroy. You're out of pocket, Leroy. Leroy, I, of actually, pocket. I actually am the one on this show that said he should be coach of the year, and I Come got killed now. for it. So, so what are you talking about? Your arguments must not be persuasive. Y'all got to work on persuasion. I, I said it three, <laughs> three or four weeks ago, and I got absolutely <laughs> destroyed about it. Oh, they don't like that. He should definitely they be one of the like favorites it. for coach of the year, no doubt. You know what, Leroy? Leroy, Leroy I, here's Here's, uh, yes. What's up? I, I, first of all, I'm mad at you. First of all, for two re two things I need to tell you. One, you mad yeah, I am. yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. First, I didn't know you had the wheels like that, brother. I look, hey, listen, you made a nice little cut on that third and thirty-seven. Look at you, boy. Hey. I said, look at out, Leroy. Hey. hey, no, I ain't blushing. Let me tell you why. Because this story has had a life of its own. Because one of the things I told Charles was he didn't realize. I didn't. I never knew. Who was on the call until Twitter? Yeah, because we don't hear the we don't hear the, and so then with Twitter, everybody start commenting on it. Oh man, he did Leroy dirty. I'm like that damn Charles Davis, right? <laughs> Leroy, but, Leroy, you think all black guys sound alike? That's a little racist <laughs> on your part. No, hey, hey, it was Twitter, not Leroy. Wait, let me tell you this. No, yeah. no, no. I heard the voice and thought it was yeah. Charles Davis. Right. It right. wasn't Twitter. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this. You go listen to Ron Pitts, you go listen to Charles Davis. And Charles said this himself. Yeah, he did. I'm not the first one. I'm not the first one to make that mistake. <laughs> now, here's the kicker. You know, they used to do games together. He told yeah. us that yesterday. Yes. That's so crazy. I'm like, what? It It's crazy. So he laughed. He said, you're not the first person to make that mistake. Why? I said, but I didn't have... I didn't watch the game, right? Of course I not. only saw that play. Yeah. And when we watch, we watch all 22. We don't have sound. Right, right. So it wasn't until 10, 12 years after the play when Twitter was alive and kicking and they showed a play. And then I made the assumption it was Charles Davis because that's who it sounds like. Got it. McNugget has another nugget on this play. Leroy, do you know? That that is the longest third down conversion in NFL history That's since crazy. it's happened. There has never been really? a longer third down conversion besides yeah, your third and thirty second run. Ain't nobody quitting and hand, getting a, giving handing off for a draw. There's been longer. Right. They try to throw it. Belichick they third to throw. down with Metcalf all the time. Hey Leroy, I got another. <laughs> and you know yeah. it's true, Leroy. <laughs> hey Leroy, hey, I never see more people. Why is Metcalf running up the middle? <laughs> I know. Leroy, I got a trivia question for you. Who holds the Browns record for most receiving touchdowns by a running back in a season? Me. You're right. Not only that, yeah. isn't he number two You're tied number with two. a bunch of other guys? In, in fact, Braylon yeah. Edwards, when he had 16, is the only Browns player in the history of the franchise to have double-digit receiving touchdowns. Isn't That's that crazy? Ridiculous. You're number That's two. Crazy. You're number two at nine. Yeah. Is that, and that, that's even more because here's what you have to understand. When I got to six of those touchdowns, I didn't have a damn play designed for me. The last three was all right. He's he's catching the hell out of the football. Why don't we draw something up for it? It was it was unbelievable because we sit in the running back room, and uh, me and Matt be sitting next to it. K Mac be sitting there, and they go. You got another receiving touchdown? 
I'm like, yeah, man, Bernie told me to just check out, don't block. And he was going to throw it to me. <laughs> and like, they're like, they're like, like Bernie, why can't I get some of those? Like, yeah. So it was, it was a, it was a crazy year because it got to my first five catches, four more touchdowns. Damn. Right. Like it was just, it's a fluke thing. Yeah. It was a fluke thing. Like it's shocking that it was happening. And then I had a couple of, a couple of long ones. That I still hang. One of the um, we played Kansas City, and um, Look at those pads. <laughs> I don't know how Can- he ran with those pads. I mean, it looks like a <laughs> Megatron. I'm telling. I told y'all one day at practice or one day before a game, Bill came to me and say, uh, "You got enough pads on?" I said, "There's more." So you said if you if you played today, you would still have that same pads. You know how the league have the pads. The league have the pads. I had to go to the sports authority (laughs) and get some of them soccer shin pads because everybody was hitting me low, and my shin pads, my shins were all bloody. So I had the little soccer pads in my socks. I put two pairs of socks. Look how thick them socks are. Them socks is. I got pads up under there. He's got shin guards on. Them, yes. Them look like them look like socks for people with bad circulation. Oh, you know, my grandma hey, had like three hey, pairs. See, you always see fat guys on. You always see fat guys on a plane, I, and I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna be that hey, guy. But it might save your life. Fat guys on a plane with those stocking socks. Boy, the boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, you also hold the franchise record. If we can see that one of those pictures again, you also hold the franchise record. For the most people needed to assist getting your shoulder pads on at Boy. <laughs> like, hey, boys. I can't even imagine you how you got in those. You ready? Things. So I, I had the little and and, and uh, Ty, you know the spider pads. Yeah. So I had I had the spider pads on, and then I had to go like this. You put you put the <laughs> you put the spiders <laughs> under the the regular pads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He, he petitioned the league. What is wrong with you? He petitioned the league to run in a suit of armor, and they said, that's, "No, we can't go that's, that far." That's too much. You, that's, you know why you got caught? You know why you got caught on that third and thirty? Show? You got to take some of that stuff off. Fifty pounds of pads. <laughs> hey, let me explain something to you. Listen, Metcalf was a Lamborghini, so he had on them race wheels. You know, he had on the light pads, the th- knee pads, towels. I was a mon- I was a monster truck. You're a Hummer. So they, they, yeah, we. I ain't listen. Know who you are. No, it, <laughs> listen. If by some chance I happen to break free, there was nobody more worried than me because I knew all this equipment was gonna catch up to. Me. <laughs> now, right? now, Leroy, back then, back then, you probably played when they had the Newman, the Newmans. The Newmans was was oh, the gloves. The Newman gloves was <laughs> like you wear them. Yeah. They, they was paper mache. That's one one game apiece. Yeah. But early in my career, until listen, this is no lie. Until I, um, my rookie year, I broke my hand, right, and so I missed like the first. My first NFL game wasn't until the second week, because I broke my hand in preseason, right, and I really wasn't supposed to play the second week of the season, but Kevin Mack broke his finger, and so they said, well, you you think you can manage with one hand, and they put the big pad on this one hand. <laughs> And I was like, well, you had the popsicle yeah. stick out there. Dude, they put a pad here and that was the, the really the first time I had a, I didn't wear gloves for like my first two or three years. So I just put tape on my hands. Oh, you, but I had was a pad. picture with tape on your hands. Mm-hmm. So now so I had, I had the big pad 
in the, the middle of my hand because I broke my handmate. So I have a scar right here. And um, and they say, well, uh, how you how you going to manage? And so they like I said, wait, they told me I was going to be out four weeks. I'm playing in two. And you ask me how I'm going to manage? I'm going to do what I got to do. But don't ask me if you're asking me to play. Yeah. Right? Don't ask me. Yeah. You've, already determined, you've already determined that I got to make it work because we ain't got no Let's damn go. running back. Leroy, so uh, are people going nuts down there after that choke job by the Dolphins on on Monday night? Can, can I just tell you, I just told the story to get people to understand. Yeah. It's sports. And for this is the reason why I get pissed off at the committee for not including Florida State. Because mm -hmm. things happen in sport. Right? And for you to predetermine what's going to happen in a competition is a joke. Right. And that's basically what they did. They basically said Florida State don't have a chance because they don't have their star quarterback. Right. Right. They have taken competition out of sports, which is a joke. But I played in a game and I'm tell you all the game. We played Philadelphia. And we were Jim McMahon was a quarterback for Philadelphia and we were up 30 to uh, 17 with like five minutes to go. And they were punting. Wow. They punted the ball. Webster Slaughter decided he was going to catch the ball on the one. He fumbled. Was, they scored. That was dumb. Then we ain't do nothing. Then we ain't do nothing when we got the ball. We kicked them again to him. They go down and score. We lose 31 30. And we have that same dumb look that all the Dolphins fans have on their face. Mm -hmm. But we was in the game. That's not the worst part. After the game. Webster comes back to the because you know early on people don't realize now the players go into the into the back cave and they get to leave out their car with no fan contact. Right. When we played, we had to walk the gauntlet. You ain't have you ain't have no escort, no nothing. You had to just go through the crowd to your car in the same parking lot that the fans was parking in. Oh, yeah. So that's the immunity line. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna yeah. suck and you're yeah. gonna face the music. Yeah. 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 So, so so um Webb comes back into the locker room. Hey man, can y'all give me a ride? <laughs> so somebody slashed my tires. Oh my god. They slashed his tires. Oh. And that's that so yeah, man, I get it. I understand it. But the thing that you hate about sports when you're on the other end of it is the thing that you love about sports. Because tell me how many times you have watched the Browns and they had no damn business winning a football game and they won it. Somebody got to lose. Yeah, it comes around, it goes around. Right, exactly. So, although I'm dis Dolphins fans are disappointed and it was a terrible way to lose it. It was a terrible way to lose a game because I'm going to tell you something. As a football player, I'm looking over at the defensive side of the ball and saying, <laughs> if y'all not going to cover him, just blitz everybody. We're in the same yep. damn spot. Yep. yep. Hey, Leroy. Let Don't me have 17 guys sitting deep. Hey, Lee, first of all, chill out on the defense. That's first of all. Hey, wait, chill. am I wrong? <laughs> Ty, Ty, am I wrong? choked. Ty, Ty, am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Either, no, if you're not going to cover him, blitz no. the guy who ain't covering. I agree, but that's not the point. Listen, let me ask you a question about Tyreek. Tyreek, after the game, he, you know, he got hurt and he came back and then he yeah. gave his explanation. Why is it that his wife 
<laughs> it's oh. more hard you, on him. You know who his wife is, right? No. His wife is the brother of uh, Vicario. Vicaro. Uh, Kenny Vicaro. Kenny Vicaro. Kenny Vicaro. Yeah. So, it's his sister. So why? So she's been, she been around football. But what I'm so saying said, is. Man up, Buttercup. Let's go. <laughs> why didn't he feel that way, though? Like, why didn't he say. But he, like, he kind of. He kind of did feel that way because, uh, like, I don't understand what hurt is to some players. I don't. Me right? either. It's a difference because between wait, pain time, and injury. Let me tell you. Nah, <laughs> let me explain something to you. Because when you're rolling on the ground and grabbing your ankle, I'm you, thinking I'm going to have to li- life support your ass up out of there. <laughs> you can't then get up and run off the field. Right. That's yeah, true. like he did. You, that is you, true. You're like, oh, he got up. Uh, uh, he looked, he looked uh, like a soccer and player. Ran off the field. And you hurt. Yeah, you look like a soccer player. And then, and then he go in the game and run a four two. I'm Mike. I'm confused. I, I was. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's going right. on? What, what is going on? I don't know. Down? I don't know. But, but then here's the other thing, Ty. You ever notice every fast guy in the NFL don't get taped and they wear anklets? It's crazy. I know they don't get. It's taped. crazy. I don't even understand. They don't it get in the NBA. No, I don't listen, get it. Look on this team, Jalen Waddle. Um, Tyreek Hill, um, Jalen Ramsey, well, uh, Raheem Mostert. I'm gonna be honest. Devon I didn't. I stopped Aitken. getting taped too. I stopped getting my ankle. In college, Urban made us get taped. You like well, it you had movement. you had no choice but to get taped. No, when I got to the NFL, like, I said I'm not doing that. Because if you gonna roll your ankle, you gonna roll it whether it's taped or not. First of all, you played DB. What's that if supposed you got to be? Too cooked, if you got too close to the action and something hit you, ah! I was in the mix all the time. First of all, so wait a minute. Hold on. Pump your brakes right there because I played I played corner, but I also played box safety. So I was in the box with you. What are you talking about? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> Be that responsibility. Look, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. Look at the pads I had to wear for football and look at the pads you wore. Who was closer to contact? You. <laughs> okay. You were. That's, why, that's why I was taped. I was taped. I was taped. Spatted. Knee pads. Hip pads. Booty pads. Spider pads. Shoulder pads. What? Elbow pads. And then it got to the point where I wore the offensive line pads with the hands on my knuckles. With the pads oh my on my knuckles. Oh, that's, that's nasty work. <laughs> Leroy, Leroy, you could have you could have easily played linebacker. You wouldn't have had to worry about all of that because you would be delivering the hit. Hey, can I just say this? It was so many times where I wish I played linebacker just so I could hit somebody on every play instead of getting hit. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's why I then I thought about receiver. It. I say linebackers don't score touchdowns, baby. You get you a big six. You know what I'm saying? Get you a big six. If you you get in that hook drop window and you get ten to twelve yards right on that hand, they'll throw it to you you every time. You know how you know how people played multiple positions as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. From the second I stepped on the football field, the only position I ever played is running back. Really? Even in high school? My whole life. You didn't play defense in high school? Nope. That's crazy. You must have had a huge high school. No. My high school has 600 kids in it. I mean, they usually eighth grade through 12th grade. I want to say usually back in the day, too. I mean, I had to go play offense, defense. Was that because you just refused to do it? No. I asked. I I went to a coach one time in a high school game. I say, tell me what to do at linebacker. This guy sucks. (laughs) And he said, no, you just do what you do. Oh, Leroy, let me ask you, since we talk about running the football, 
Um, you know, when you watch, you know, there's a there's a segment of, of the base <coughs> that uh, that feels Jerome Ford is 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 tipping a little bit. What do you make? <laughs> what do you make of his running style? He, he is dancing he with do, the stars a little bit. Tip a little bit. It's a little bit of the dancing with um, the stars. What, what do you think it's, about it? The hardest thing to tell a running back to do is just pour it in there, right? Um, and part of that is because every running back sees things differently, right? Sometimes when you're trying to see something, you see nothing and you end up in those precarious positions as to where now you have nowhere to go. So a lot of it has to do with what are you looking at in front of you? What are you anticipating? Um, when you're not fast, like I had average speed. Well, I guess I ran four or five, right? Which is okay, right? Um, it's not burner, but it's not slow. Um, and I will <coughs> tell you that one of my biggest skills was being able to hit the line of scrimmage at full because I could read what was in front of me. And so they go, man, he hitting it hard, but I was seeing things really well. And a lot of guys don't. And when they don't see it well, it shows up in Dancing with the Stars, right? When he's decisive, <laughs> when he's decisive, he looks like he's running hard. Mm -hmm. Now, Kareem Hunt is a different situation, right? When, when Kareem Hunt's in the game, the situations that he's in the game are different situations. So he has to run the ball a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I hesitate in doing that because or saying that because when I first started playing, right, you got an old man, 30 years old, and you 22. And the first thing he tell you is, don't hit me in the back. Right? That's what the old line tell you. Don't drop your head and help me in the, hit me in the back. And so you got that, but I think it's more of a indecisiveness, not a what you what it shows up as as dancing with the stars. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying because we think it, we because think a lot of guys, a lot of guys that possess a, a lot of skill, right? So speed, quickness, or whatever. They always think they can use that to escape. And at some point, at some point, you got to be able to anticipate a hole, see the flow of the defense, and run off of that so you look even fast. I used to look really fast in between the tackles. It was just that I knew where I was going. I could get a good feel for it, when to cut back, when to go front side. So it looked good. It looked faster than it actually was, whereas you have these fast guys that go up in there and think that I'm going to run when I see something, and it comes across as tipping. Good stuff, Leroy. Great stuff. Thanks, man. Also, hey, man, stop trash. Hey, Bull, stop trashing Stefanski. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leroy, you're out, of, you're out of pocket. <laughs> Leroy, Leroy, I have one more statement that I want to make on yeah. behalf of all of us. You're also a, mad the committee didn't pick Florida State because you wanted to play the Seminoles in the first round of the playoffs. No, be, be honest. No, because here, here's, Truth no, serum here's here. the deal. Here's the deal, and this is exactly what I said. I don't give a damn who's in the final four. You got to beat two of them anyway. Yeah, but you'd much rather play Florida yeah. State. Truth serum. I don't blame the committee. I blame the system. And now it's changing, which is good. Yeah, the system right. is flawed. Here, 
But the, the crazy thing is, is that what are you going to do? Here's why I want Florida State to win against Georgia. Not likely, but again, it's sports, right? Here's why I want them to win. How are you going to explain a national championship with a 14-0 power team, power five team, undefeated? Once they get Explain smacked in the that. mouth by Georgia, that that'll be easy. <laughs> it were, well, that's you know what. And if Georgia playing, beat Alabama, we playing? wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, they're playing. Mm. No, I got. I, look, it's just yeah. a flawed system. And to Bull's point, it's thankfully going away. Yeah, last year, thankfully. Hey, um, have a good week. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Thanks, Leroy. All right, now. All right, brother. Have a good one. Peace. By the way, we Peace. got bre- breaking Bears injuries news. Yes. Oh, Actually, not bad for the Browns. Good. Their second-best uh, defensive lineman, Yannick Ngankwe, who they got from the Ravens, I think, right, a couple of years ago? Yeah. 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 Uh, he leads the team. With, now, Montez Sweat is their best guy. They traded for him. But Ngankwe leads the team with four sacks. Uh, he's been a good player for them. He's out for the year. It just came down today. I think he broke his ankle. Yeah, I think it's said oh, broke wow. ankle. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty big like, loss. Literally two minutes ago. I mean, now Montez Sweat is really now their only good pass rusher because they – they have those two guys. Yeah. They don't have much on the inside in terms of pass rush to Bears. So the nuance for Hayton is when the guy's out for the year, I didn't wish that. That never happened. Yeah. I, you don't <laughs> never want to see nobody out for the year. I'm more of a soft tissue injury wisher. Like <laughs> two to three weeks. Two to three weeks Just growing. make it ham, time up with ham, when they play the Browns. Yeah, time, time yeah. up perfectly. Well, listen, shout out to the Bears. Them, by the way, them is the worst uniforms of all time, them orange on orange joints. Oh, those are terrible. I oh, like their yeah. traditional oh, uniforms. They're hideous. I like I yeah, do like yeah, those, yeah. but those are hideous, by the way. Uh, by the way, we just talked about the Browns needing to run the ball more. However, the Bears are actually excellent against the run and not they very are. good and not very good against the pass. No, they are. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's again out of whack yeah. two to one because the Bears are the gotta, second best it, run stopping team. Yes. They are. You and do know and they're that. like 20-something in past. I, I like what you said, Bull. I really think that we're kind of finding common ground here. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it's got to. I, I love that you said at some point you're going to have to run the yeah, ball. Yeah, they are going to have to run the ball. Now, again, I, I don't think Jerome Ford's been very effective. Hopefully, he'll play better. You know who, who uh, Hopefully, hands. maybe Pierre Strong. I think Nick. I think Kareem Hunter certainly does his job well, but his job is, you know, he's not getting – 15, 20-yard carry. Right, right. His you, role, he's done it well. But. They need to make a good – they just need to block it up one time, let Pierre Strong go ahead and make the right read and take it to the yeah. house. That'll Pierre Strong has the most I yards like per carry. I know you don't care about I, I that like number, it. but well, I like he, his Strong. yards per carry is bigger than I all of them. I care about something it. about him. I, I, I agree. Like it, I he, agree. He must be an atrocious pass blocker. Yeah, something's wrong. He got wrong. a fumbling but problem. One of the I don't know what it is. He playing special teams, too. Like – he can't be usually when people's not a good blocker, attention and detail guy. You can't play special. He's teams. a returner and a and a gunner. He's I, a really I, good gunner. Really I mean, good gunner. I, I, so so he's tackling and he's holding. Yeah. So, and he's so he's the ball. that's what I'm saying. He's, but he oh, ain't blocking. Wouldn't though. you love to see a game though where he's the primary back? Oh, well, there was oh, one yeah. game where he got ten carries or something, and, was, and he yeah. played well in that game. Yeah, but I'd like to see him. Say, you're our horse today. Yeah, and just you know, to you're going to get eighteen I, to twenty. But carries. I think he he has to. The way it seems to me. You got to earn the right to carry the football. And I think the reason that he gets his couple of carries is because he's so good on special teams that they like. So it's a bone. Yeah. Like, all right, well, you with, did well here. With we'll Ford's give you the ball. play lacking recently, you got to do something. Be an opportunity you got to do somebody something. else to get well, a When you say Ford play lacking recently, I, yeah. I've never really asked you what yeah. 
are you using to measure the success of a running okay. back? Okay, well, I, if not I, yards per carry, I don't or, totally discount yards per carry. I think that's a factor. Why has he been ineffective because for you? Because he has way too many carries where he gets like one yard or less. And I think that's on him. Sure. Because Kareem Hunt, when he gets the ball, he gets his two, three yards. Well, his mission is different, though. He's only going for three. I hear you, but like... (laughs) And I think Hunt's... I mean, Ford's looking for the home run. I know that, but... stop that. But Ford has like three or... Like four or five carries this year where he has huge gains. Yeah. And he has way too many negative... and, and And yesterday you said, well, Barry Sanders had that. Yeah, but Barry Sanders... Had plenty of ten and fifteen and twenty no, yards. No, I know, but I mean, even Leroy had a lot of no gains. You know, guys will. It's going to happen. Like I, I they didn't. They gave um. They gave strong one carry last week, and it was uh. It outside was I think a, a, it was outside zone yeah. run, weak side. Like there was nothing there. That play wasn't going to be there for anybody. I just want to see what he can do. If they say you're going to get. 18 to 20 carries. Yeah. We're not going to run you on pitches or sweeps to try to get you it's to got, the corner. To Leroy's point, this is the NFL. You don't get to the corner anymore. In the game, it's not college. With, Jay, in the game against the Colts, Jerome Ford had a bunch of five, six, seven, ten, four yard runs right. where he was consistently running He hasn't well. had a big one the last three weeks, has he? Uh, yeah, he had one long run this past week. <laughs> his last three, he's averaging over four and a half per carry. Well, the 26-yarder against Jacksonville the definitely best run skewed that. Okay, so against... I mean, and that's not like a 75-yarder. I'd that would like throw to that know how many up. carry, like what percentage of his carries go for under two yards. We could figure that out. It would take a minute. But I just give me a sec, ball. And, and just the eye test. Day. We talk about the eye no, test all right. the time. He just doesn't yep. pass the eye test for me. I when I see Pierre Strong play, I could be totally wrong. But when I see Pierre Strong play, I see a little more juice. I, we've said all that year, guy, but like for whatever reason, they don't, think, they don't like him. I just think his vision is really good. I, I think he sees gaps and he got good cutback moves. And I can say he ran a four three, so he got speed. But they're going to need some of it. But I, probably not this week. This is probably a week where they're going to throw a lot again. Yeah, you're right. Well, we just talked about a Bears injury. We'll talk about some more Browns injuries and some potential replacements. But first, on Thursday night. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Cavs Watch Party Live Remote Show, UCSS's first ever live remote show at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Use the Sherman Williams entrance. will be in Caesars. Tyvis will be joining us. We have rectified that, so it'll be G, Tyvis, Bull, Jason, Sweet. myself, oh, Anthony, going, and Earl. Yeah. The whole squad minus Jay because he's busy working, so make sure you guys come hang out with us at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Show up. They're giving out free swag, free tickets, it's and it's awesome. totally free to get there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cavs, Celtics, there's a Monsters game, so make sure you guys come out to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We'll be at Caesars. Use the Sherman Williams entrance. You'll be right there. Walk in and uh, get ready to have some fun. We will be not kissing babies. We will not be shaking hands. But we'll be dapping people up, intermingling, we'll be fist with bumping, <laughs> fist bumping, and definitely having some fun. So make sure you guys come Tyvus out. I just got the and after party in the club. We ready to go, Tyvus, man. Tyvus is out the club for us. We're going to West Six. Which, after that, man. The rumor on West Six. Woo. Or the Velvet Dog. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.